Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Welcome to our weekly episode. I'm Chell. That's Josh. Say hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. And today we are talking about budgeting for solopreneurs. Josh is basically an expert at this. I feel like you and the spreadsheet <laughs> world are amazing together, and I am super excited to learn your Jedi ways. <laughs> awesome. Um, I You just filled me with uh, so much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm, so let me preface this whole episode by saying I'm not a CPA or a bookkeeper. I just, I'm a geek about numbers. So, you know, I, I like them enough. And if you like things, you tend to learn things. So that's, uh, the information I want to bestow on our listeners today is, uh, how to budget. And we're going to start from the very beginning. I'm going to kind of walk you through what I've done. Very beginning. <laughs> um, do we need to break out into a musical number first, Chow? Nay, nay, it'll be fine. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. So so let's start at the beginning. You don't have a business yet. Okay. And this is what I did. Um, just, just a simplistic idea. Um, if you are like I was, which was gainfully employed, had a full-time job and starting a business on the side. Um, what I would highly, highly, highly recommend is while you're building that business on the side, don't pay yourself from that business. Why? Because you're earning a paycheck already. You can, as long as you can live on that, assuming you can, then continue living on that and just keep putting the money you earn from your business into the business bank account and leave it alone. Uh, the reason I advise this, if there's any way for you to do this, if you're not building a business because, oh, crap, I need money now, which is a whole other thing, but you're building it very intentionally and you're gainfully employed right now, I very much recommend this because I did that. And when I was ready to leave my job, part of what I was able to factor in about whether it was time to quit the day job was how much money I had in the bank because I was able to calculate that based on the money I had in the bank, I could live for, I forget what it was at the time, like six, eight, 10 months without making another cent, right? After I quit my day job, because I essentially made an emergency fund in my business. Now, did I expect to quit my job and not make another cent for six to eight months? No, but if, if the worst happened, I gave myself essentially six to eight months of runway, which is huge in helping you decide to leave your current job as well as to feel confident, safe, and secure that you're going to be okay. Because um, I knew if if uh, if the business failed and I wasn't making a cent for three months, I'd be looking for a job in three months. And then I'd have three to five months more of runway to find said job, you know? So I knew... In the end, just from a personal standpoint, a risk mitigating standpoint, I was going to be okay, if that makes sense. Yeah. So so that's that's the first big tip. If you're really early on in your business 
if you're working a day job is if at all possible, just run the business out of, um, out of a separate bank account with no payment, no employees. Obviously you'll have whatever business expenses, um, you have, which we'll talk about. Um, but don't make one of them paying yourself yet. All right. So that's the first step. And that first step is a long step for me. I was building my business for, uh, a year and a half or so before, um, before I quit my day job. So that was a year and a half of like at first making a, a whopping hundred dollars a month or, or maybe hundred dollars every two weeks in the business. Like clearly that's not a sustainable day job yet. <laughs> right. But when I was just starting out, that's what it was. And all I did was just put it in the business bank account. I didn't go, I get a fancy dinner. I just put it in the business bank account. Um, and so when I left my day job, I had $20,000 in the bank, which is huge. But that was a year and a half of like little things and then eventually big things. And by the time I was ready to leave, I was like, I'm so busy all the time. I know that I'll get work tomorrow because I am busy. And I've got the safety net, the emergency fund built up. So that's step one. Now, if you're already beyond that or when you do get beyond that, we got to talk about a more thorough budgeting system than just everything you make goes into the account and you don't pay yourself because now you got to start paying yourself. So when you are working for yourself, either part-time or full-time, it's time to start paying yourself. And yes, you need to pay yourself and you need to pay yourself enough. It's very important. I think too many people either underestimate how much they need to live um, and, and go, oh, it'll be fine. I can, I can let the business whatever and not pay myself. If you don't take care of yourself, you're going to burn out or you're going to starve or you're going to something, you know, it's not going to be good. Um, remember that the business, especially at the very beginning, the business is you. So if you're thinking, I'm not going to pay myself so that the business is healthy, the business is not healthy if you're struggling. So, so step one, when you start paying yourself is to actually know your personal budget the personal side of things, how much does it cost for you to live? Um, I'm not going to get too far down that rabbit hole, but uh, there's a few books I'd recommend um, if you're interested in like figuring out personal finance kind of stuff. There's I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sati. And then there's The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Um, both of those are fantastic books if you just want to like get your personal finances in order. Um but from them or whether you know already, you're going to find out what you need to live. I highly recommend tightening the belt as much as you can. You don't want the business that can't afford to pay you like a king to pay you like a king and then suffer because of that and fall apart. Because if the business falls apart, then your income stream falls apart and then you're, you're done. So you don't need to pay yourself uh, like a millionaire, but you don't need to starve either. Just find a nice fairly tight belt kind of situation that's comfortable. Um, now, if you, if you are at a point where you, you've been in business for a little while or, or you've been building that business as on the side of working out your day job, that's great because now you have a track record and you can look and see how much your income kind of averages to. Some businesses are uh, different than others and that some are pretty consistent. Week in and week out, it's the same amount of money that comes in. Some are like, I got nothing this month. And then 
nothing next month. And then the next month I made like $12,000 or more, you know, like that's kind of like the realtor game, right? Like, you know, yeah. they just, they get money when they sell a house. Um, and that might not happen for a while. Um, so the good news about having that track record to look back on is to, is to see what the average is over, over a year. Um, because if you're in a business, I think Chell, like you're in that kind of business where some months it's just nothing yeah. and some months it's great. Um, so if you can look over a 12 or even 24 month period and average that out, then, you know, like, oh, some months I got like this much and some months I got nothing and it all averaged out, let's say to a thousand dollars a month. Why a thousand? Because it's a nice round number for these examples. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm going to do quick math, uh, we're going to use even round numbers. So whether you're getting consistent little little bites like my business is, it's just a bunch of little projects, uh, one right after another, and I get a lot of them every week, hopefully. I mean, some weeks it really is next to nothing, and that's fine. But but for me, it's more like, do I had a, did I have a great week or did I have a down week? For Chell, it might be a good month or a down month, um, or it could even be a good quarter or a down quarter. It depends on your business. But when you're looking at that, you know what the business makes. And then the next thing you're going to do is look at expenses. So how much, if you make like $1,000, let's say, a month on average, even if it's like three months with zero and then one month with $4,000, that's an average of 1000 then you look at what your expenses are. So how much does your website cost every month on average? Even if you're paying the annual plan, divide that by 12 and... That's your monthly average, right? The things you know, no matter what, this is going to cost you. Put those $1,000 a month minus website costs, like $12 a month, minus uh, the custom email, $5 a month, minus, um, I don't know what else you're going to have. If you have any special tools that are monthly. Um, QuickBooks, your CRM. Yeah, QuickBooks minus QuickBooks. So let's say you, when you're just starting out, hopefully you, you're keeping your expenses as minimal as possible. So let's say you make $1,000 a month. By the way, I'm not suggesting $1,000 a month is like enough to live off of. Just again, a nice round number. Um, and let's say your expenses are $200. Um, so now you know you've made $800 out of the business. So you can um, reasonably pay yourself $800. Um, because that's what you have left. And you transfer that from your business account to your personal account. Boom, that's your paycheck. Um, what I do recommend, though, is that there's always unexpected expenses and whatnot. So I would just say take take a, a smaller percentage, if you can, than what your business can technically afford to pay yourself. And this will just help you calculate how much your business can afford to pay you versus what we were talking about earlier, how much you need to live on a fairly tightened budget. So... Um, Let's say you your business can afford eight hundred dollars on a good month, but um, I would say like I would just turn that around and be like, okay, I'm going to pay myself six hundred, so I have a little wiggle room in case it's a low income year or a high expense year or something like that. Now, if you can live off six hundred dollars a month, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but from there, the here here's the kicker I do as a solopreneur, like. You can learn about budgeting from lots of places. But one thing that I've done that's always served me well is that I pay myself as little as possible to get by as a salary. So um, 
in this example, you um, let's say I, I the business can afford eight hundred. I think I can make it on six hundred. If I can squeeze by at four hundred, I'm gonna do that. Now, I'm gonna I'm not gonna like eat beans and rice. You know, I'm just <laughs> gonna be like fairly cautious and um, not be extravagant either. So whatever salary that is for you and what your business can afford and what you need, I recommend doing just a very, very, very tight budget um, so that you can pay yourself that consistently every month, whether it's a good month or a bad month, you just pay yourself. So let's say in this scenario, that's $400. You pay yourself $400 month in and month out. If you make $0 that month, doesn't matter. You pay yourself $400 because theoretically you've had a few months in the past that were good and and you know the average should average out. You always got to keep track of that average, by the way, because hopefully as you build the business, those averages go up. So you're going to give yourself raises. But like, let's just say for like this year, this is what you're going to do, $400 a month, no matter what. Then what I do to try my best to do better than just getting by <laughs> in my personal life, I try to pay myself bonuses. Um, and so this is this is the key where you once a quarter I do it. You could do it monthly if you want to, but I think a quarter is a better average to kind of see how things are going. Um, I have a target uh, amount in my business checking account that I want to have every at the end of every month. Um, some months I don't. I have less than that. Some months I have more than that. But for me, in my business, that's $10,000. And I know that like every month I pay myself some money. I pay my assistant some money. I pay my bookkeeper some money. A month in and month out, right? Um, but I look at that $10,000 as can I afford to pay everyone I need to pay next month? Plus, can I afford in my business, I have to buy a lot of computers for people and then get reimbursed for that? Um, so can I afford, I just threw like an extra $3,000 in there to say like, okay, let's say I bought like a few people's computers at the same time, which is rare, but let's say I did, I want to have enough money to cover that, um, stuff like that. Um, so for me, and also like nice round numbers cause it makes the math easier. So for me, it's $10,000 <laughs> in the business checking account <laughs> at the end of every quarter. Like so I'm about to do this like tomorrow, um, I'm going to look at my business checking account, which will have just automatically drafted and paid me my minimum to get by my like equivalent of $400 that we're saying in our example. Um, that's how much I need to get by. That's going to be automatically drafted from my business account to my personal account the first of every month. That's tomorrow. Um, if you're listening to this when it comes out on the 31st anyway. And um and then I know that my assistant's going to charge me. That's pretty consistent. And my bookkeeper's going to charge me. That's pretty consistent within the first week or so of the month. So if, if having just paid myself, I have over $10,000 in the checking account at the end of a quarter, then that to me is profit. Yeah. And that's where um, I can do kind of whatever I want with because I know that for me, the the number I need to make sure the business is going to be healthy for the next quarter, for the next month, is going to be that that ten thousand dollars. So last quarter I had um I had 
I think 11,000, like 11,100 or something. That was $1,100 of profit. Um, and so for me, what I did was I gave myself a bonus. You can do a lot of things with this, but this is how I recommend when you're starting out anyway. This is how you you up your personal budget to the extra things you want to do. You want to eat out more. You want to get a massage. You want to like do whatever. You want to go see a movie when the world opens up, all these things. <laughs> um, so like that stuff isn't in my like tight belt budget, the personal budget, but it is in my budget for quarterly bonuses. So whenever I get a quarterly bonus, I look at my my personal budget and go, these are the extra things I would love to have. Um, and I go, cool, I got that $1,100. I'm going to give it to myself and then I go down the list and I, I make that list in order of importance, right? Like when it's, it's whatever, no judgment, you know, whatever you want is cool by me. Um, but just put it in order of importance. So you don't really have to think about it later. You go, cool. I got my $1,100 bonus. I'm going to put, um, $300 for, um, eating out in my budget. I'm going to put, you know, $300 for entertainment, movies, video games, whatever you like. Um, whatever order of importance it is until that bonus runs out. You just go down the list until that bonus runs out. Um, and, and then that's it. And then you wait till next quarter and you see if you've got uh, more than your threshold in your business checking account. Does that make sense so far, Chell? A hundred percent. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So like, so last time I was able to give myself a bonus, um, give my assistant a little bonus and buy something for the business all at the same time because I had $1,100 more than the threshold. This time, I haven't looked at it quite yet, but um, as we record this, it's actually a few days before the end of the month. So we'll see how this rounds out. But I think I'm going to be pretty darn close to $10,000 this quarter for whatever reason. So I don't think I'm going to have money for a bonus, but that's okay because I'm paying myself that minimum. I know that I'm not going to struggle for food, utilities, rent, anything like that. I'm just not going to eat out as much this next quarter because I'm probably not getting as much of a bonus as I got last time. Um, so that's how I budget to make sure that your bills are always consistently paid. Um, your business and, and you running the business get used to paying yourself um, and the business account getting smaller every time you pay yourself. So that keeps me in a, having a symbiotic relationship between my business checking account and my personal checking account because we need both of them to be okay. We need my me to live and not worry about food or a roof over my head. And we need the business to have more than $0 for everything to continue, right? So it is a symbiotic relationship. And so that's where I do the check-ins is like you kind of give yourself a base pay and give yourself the bonus whenever things are going really well. And then if you keep that threshold in the business checking account, and let's say for me, $10,000, I one quarter, I have $9,000. I don't sweat it, but I also don't give myself a bonus, right? Now, if, if after like a year, so four quarters, I'm consistently losing $1,000 every quarter, then I know I need to rebudget. Things are not working out, right? One quarter, it's 9,000. Next quarter, it's eight. The next quarter, it's seven. Okay, there's a problem, right? So that's just, you got to redo the math on it. Or the opposite, um, if... One one quarter it's ten thousand. Next quarter it's twelve. The next quarter it's twenty. Then your business is growing. Congratulations! But you need to <laughs> you need to rebudget. You can probably give yourself a better base salary. Um, and of course, 
there's all sorts of things to budget for, but um, I wanted to talk about paying yourself the most because I think that's that's the thing we forget about and we struggle over and we either don't take care of ourselves or we don't take care of our business. And, and you have to take care of both of those things. Otherwise you're going to burn out and things are going to fall apart. So, so that's, that's the big lowdown on paying yourself. And then the last thing I wanted to say too, is that keep in mind when you're figuring out your budget, when you're doing the math, how much do things cost? When I started out, and I was tracking expenses, like I was like, okay, I don't know. Right now I have zero expenses, but if I buy this invoicing software that costs me like uh, $15 a month, let's say, um, I'm like, oh God, I, I, can't, I can't afford $15 a month. I don't have income. <laughs> Translate it into, into terms that you can deal with in your business. So for me and fixing computers, it was like, um, Okay, $15 a month. At the time, I was way undercharging. I was charging $25 to fix the computer. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so at the time, I was like, $15 a month. Okay, that's one computer a month. <laughs> and and in those terms, that made me more secure, right? Because yeah. thinking like, I don't know, I don't, I'm spending money I don't have. But then going, can I find one person's computer to fix in the next month? Oh, yeah, probably. You know, I did the exact same thing when I decided to uh, open an office, a physical location, I looked at office rent and the prices I was charging at the time. And then um, I got a pretty sweet deal with some um, uh, roommates, I guess, office mates. Office That's mates? the word. That's the right word. I have some office mates. Um, so I realized like, oh God, I don't know. Can I, can I afford this? And then I was like, oh, okay, that's like, that's three computers a month. And that, for whatever reason, that's always helped me is like, what is this equate? And then like, I think Chelfer for your business or anyone out there who's got less consistent income, you got, you got to just keep averaging that, yeah. right? It's like, okay, these are my expenses, but that's, that's one major client, uh, every three months, every six months. Right. Or that's, um, that's one house sold every quarter. Right. If you got inconsistent, um, if you've got inconsistent income, you've got to think about it that way. And then as you're doing the math, whether you're just starting out or you've been going for a long time and you've got loads of different uh, income revenue streams and expense streams <laughs> going in and out every which way, whether it's simple or complicated, always keep this in mind when you're doing the math. There's two ways to make more profit. One is to make more money. That is what we often think about. But the other is to reduce expenses. If, if you save a dollar, that's just as much money as making an extra dollar, right? So, so just keep that in mind as you're going through things like really think about these, these expenses you have. Do you need them? Um, especially at the start, because the, the more lean you can be, the more healthy your business will run. And even when you're big, I mean, I'm not big yet, but let's assume like my plan is like I have 10 employees at some point. I'm not going to be like, cool, I have so much income. I'm just going to spend it all on these frivolous apps and whatnot. Like, no, I'm going to continue to try and run as lean as I can so that I can pay myself and my people. And as long as I think my philosophy is that as long as the people are happy and well taken care of and don't have to worry too much about things, then the business is going to be happy and the customers are going to be happy. So I think that's really impactful. So 
just my two cents, like having moved my business three times, I think that that's also what made it really challenging to budget consistently, you know? Yeah. So lesson, if you guys have a business that you've moved multiple times, try to avoid doing that and or move it online if completely possible, um, because it, it really does make it more challenging when you have to restart over and over again to, to create that consistency for yourself. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, have an emergency fund of six to eight months so that you can pay yourself and your expenses. Two, pay yourself a base salary first. Three, have a minimum threshold in your business checking account. And that's a wrap on episode 126. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh, and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a lot. If you leave us a five-star written review, you'll be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm and coaching session with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website at unstuck.institute. And be sure to hop on Clubhouse every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have an unstuck yourself room where you can live chat, brainstorm with us, and we can help keep you accountable. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about making yourself a CEO. A budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. David Ramsey. Where you at? Where you go? Where you go? Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time.